Welcome to Marketing Success with Podcast Advertising. Have you been hearing the buzz about podcast advertising, but aren't sure where to begin? Join us here as we discover how to create a positive ROI and learn the best practices and tips from companies just like yours who have experienced great results. Now here's your host, Heather Osgood. Hello and welcome to Marketing Success with Podcast Advertising. I'm your host, Heather Osgood, and I have a very exciting topic to discuss with you today. I want to talk about dynamic ad insertion. Now, when we look back at the history of podcast advertising, we see that, you know, just like any other industries, there has been an evolution of the way that podcast ads are run. And traditionally, podcast ads started in a very baked-in fashion. And what a baked-in or embedded ad means in a podcast is that while the podcaster is recording the audio file for that podcast episode, they are including their ad in the audio file. So they've got their audio file and they've got their ad, and ultimately, they end up being just one audio file. When everything is said and done, it's just one audio file. And that ad is essentially baked into that episode. So the podcaster goes ahead and publishes their episode. They put it up on iTunes or on Stitcher or on any of the other podcatchers, um, Spotify, Pandora, that they might be using. And that audio file has the advertiser's ad in it. And if I listen to that episode today, let's say it's a brand new episode that's coming out today. I'll hear that advertiser's ad, but if I decide to go ahead and check out that episode, let's say in a month from now or six months from now or even a year from now, I might still hear that same ad unless the podcaster has gone back into that audio file, edited the file and removed the ad, the ad will be baked in or embedded in that episode and stay there, you know, essentially indefinitely. And the benefits of this baked-in ad approach is that as an advertiser, you have the ability to get the exposure of the listens that are happening to that episode in that first month, but you also have the opportunity of getting continued downloads and continued listens to your ad over the course of months or maybe even years as your ad is out there. And so as an advertiser, you're paying for the first 30 days of downloads that happen to your episode, but then you're getting, in essence, kind of free advertising after that. And the only thing I can really equate baked in or embedded ads to is magazine advertising. So obviously in a magazine, when it is printed, it has ads in it, and those ads are going to stay there just as long as that publication is alive. If I have the January 2020 issue of Harper's Bazaar and I see an ad in there for Pantene, I am going to see that ad stay in that magazine forever, right? If I keep that that magazine around and I look at that same issue in six months or a year, the ads obviously not have gone anywhere. It's going to be there indefinitely. However, I am not paying for that, right? So that's why oftentimes in publication, they take the number of their circulation and they might multiply that times two or three or whatever multiplier they decide is appropriate because multiple people could see that ad, not just the initial person that purchased that magazine. So magazine advertising, in my opinion, is really the only thing that is going to be similar to a baked in or embedded ad on podcasts because 
It's the only type of advertising where you can pay for the ad once and it stays out there forever. Now, there are some issues with baked-in ads, though, and those are some of the things that I want to talk about today, and those are some issues that are being solved by dynamic ad insertion. With baked-in ads, one of the big challenges is, let's say you're running a special promotion or something special that is happening in your company, and that ad talks about an offer that has expired. You know, that ad is going to be out there and it might be out there and maybe the product that you promoted is no longer actually being produced, right? Maybe you have sold out of that product. So your offer can be old, your product can be old, and yet it still lingers. It's still out there. And that can be a real issue for advertisers because if I'm going to go back into the back catalogs of podcasts and listen to old episodes, which many, many people do, I am going to get essentially a stale or an old ad that is delivered to me. So while you are getting the exposure, you're not necessarily as a consumer getting the most up-to-date exposure to that advertising message. So that can be a real problem. The other thing that can be a problem, which is really more of a problem for the podcaster than the advertiser, is that that episode is only getting out to a small percentage of the listens that are available. So that ad is only going to be going out on that one episode that is created and is only going to reach the people who listen to that specific episode. Now, while we can see in research that about 80% of people who listen to podcasts do listen to every episode for podcasts that they subscribe to, there certainly are not going to be a 100% listenership to every episode. So if your ad is only in that one episode, I'm only getting exposure in front of that one group of people. So let's say a podcast, maybe for instance, is receiving 20,000 downloads per episode. So on a per episode basis, I could expect to receive about 20,000 impressions or downloads that would happen within a 30 to typically 45 day period for that ad. Now, although you got in front of those 20,000 people in that one episode, the podcast is receiving many more downloads than just the 20,000 downloads that happened to that episode because they have many episodes that they've created. Let's say, for instance, this podcast had 100 different episodes that they've created. Now, people aren't just listening to the episodes when they're brand new. Let's say I discover a new podcast and I really like the show. I will oftentimes go back into the back catalog and sometimes even listen from episode one until the current day. So in a given month, a show might be receiving 125,000 downloads instead of just the 20,000 downloads that you are reaching in that one episode. So let's say you're running a special promotion for Valentine's Day that you have something special going on for that date. You could reach 20,000 people with that one episode, or through dynamic ad insertion, you have the capability of reaching 125,000 people. So you have this opportunity as an advertiser to reach a much larger segment of the population and also reach all of the listeners to that podcast instead of just the listeners to that one episode. Let's talk a little bit about what dynamic ad insertion actually is. So we know what baked-in ad insertion is. Now let's talk about dynamic ad insertion. I believe one of the biggest misconceptions about dynamic ad insertion is that dynamic ads are pre-recorded ads. Dynamically inserted ads can still and should still be host-read. So one of the real strengths of podcast advertising 
is the host read ad. So essentially, the host has received your product, they have sampled your product, they have used your product, and then they're able to get in front of their audience and talk about the product from a personal perspective, how much they like the product and how much they want to continue to use the product. The host read ad has a ton of power and in my opinion, should not be deviated from. I think that that's where a lot of the strength in the industry comes from is this host read ad. Dynamically inserted ads can absolutely and should be host read ads. The difference between a dynamically inserted ad and a baked in ad is a dynamically inserted ad is inserted by the computer. So the computer is told exactly where to put the ad within the episodes. So we can take the entire catalog of episodes. We have the current episodes that are being released as well as the back catalog. And we go into these episodes and we put ad markers in these episodes and we tell the computer where to insert the ad. And then the computer inserts this host read ad into the episode. So as a listener, when you're listening to a podcast, If the dynamically inserted ad has been executed properly, you should have no idea that the ad is actually being inserted by the computer because you're listening to the show and just as an ad break would be coming up and could be embedded, instead of that ad being embedded, it's actually dynamically inserted, which means that we can set parameters around how long that ad should be run. The critical part about this is that we can say, For this time period, run this specific ad. So whether that's a two-week time period or a month time period, or even a six-month time period, we can say, anyone who listens to this podcast within these parameters, whether that's specific episodes or specific dates, should get served up an ad. And that's where the power of dynamic ad insertion comes in. To illustrate the reach and the power of dynamic ad insertion, let's consider this analogy. Let's pretend that for the last three years, you've been hosting a networking party on the third Thursday of the month. So each month you send out invitations to the event, but you don't invite the same people each month, right? So sometimes you invite old colleagues, maybe from a job that you had years ago, maybe other times you invite business associates that you've just recently met at like a chamber event, but you invite people each month and you invite those people month after month. And you let the invitees know, so you let these people know that they are welcome to join the networking event, serving, you know, maybe food and drinks, as long as they bring this printed copy of their invitation. When you started the event, there were maybe 10 people who showed up to your networking event, but within six months, you had 100 people on average attend your event. And maybe when you hit the year mark, you've surpassed a thousand people coming to this networking event that you created. At year three, you have 3,000 people attending the event. And each month, the business deals are made there at the event. And everyone's talking about the power of this networking event, right? It's going really well. Most everyone in the business community has probably received an invitation to this event at some point. And when attendees show up to the event, you collect their printed invitations. After the event, you catalog these invitations and you sort them by date. So the date that the invitation was sent to that person. It's interesting that the invitations come from a wide range of dates. So some of the invitations were from the very first email that you sent, and some are from the most recent email you sent, and probably everything in between. All of these invitations you've sent have built the event to those 3,000 attendees, right? You've been sending these 
these invitations and they've all built it up to this climax of this big event. The attendees who received the invitation three years ago are no less valuable than the attendees who received the invitation most recently. They all come together at this current month's event ready to do business. Podcast listeners are very similar. Each time a podcast episode is produced and published, the creator is sending out an invitation into the world, inviting listeners to come and listen to their podcast. The invitations go out as the episodes are being published over and over again, and each month the host is able to see who has shown up to their party or listen to their podcast. Some listeners come to hear their most current episodes and then go back into the archives to check out their older episodes, while others just come to listen to the episodes that address and cover specific topics that they're interested in. Dedicated listeners might download and play all of the episodes. In a given month, all of the listeners have come to the party to listen to the podcast. Listeners who have sought out the very maybe niche target demographic content of this podcast fall into a specific demographic, and those listeners, all of them, are equally valuable because each listener is currently actively seeking this content. Dynamic ad insertion allows an advertiser to reach all of the attendees at the party as opposed to baked-in ad insertion. Baked-in ad insertion only allows an advertiser to reach the listeners who are attending just one part of this party, right? They're listening to just one episode that includes an advertisement. These listeners have come to the party just to grab a quick snack, where dynamic ad insertion allows an advertiser to reach everyone at the party, having their ad inserted into all of the episodes. So here's how it works in a little bit more detail. If you're an advertiser and you want to reach a full audience, then you're able to insert your ad into all of the episodes, both back catalog and current episodes, because the podcast is formatted, like I said, to electronically insert these ads into all of the episode. The ad is set to run for a specific time frame, and the ad is still host read. So I can't emphasize that enough. The ad is still host read. And as a listener, you really shouldn't be able to tell that you're listening to a dynamically inserted ad. The bottom line is that listeners who are currently listening to a podcast are valuable. Millions of YouTube viewers watch videos each day that were produced years ago. They are valuable targets today. Their relevance isn't in when the content was created, but when it was consumed. So I I just can't emphasize that enough. It really doesn't matter when content was created, it matters when it was consumed. If you're looking to get in front of advertisers today, you want to reach them today with what they're listening to. And they're listening to the current episodes, and they're also listening to the back catalog. Podcasts are really no different than YouTube, and now with dynamic ad insertion, advertisers are able to target all of today's listeners and not just a portion of them. I hope that this information has been helpful. I really do think that dynamic ad insertion can be a little bit complicated for both podcasts and advertisers. And I hope that this podcast episode has provided you with the information you need to really think about dynamic ad insertion in another way. If you have questions about how podcast advertising works or how we can help your company grow with podcast advertising, please reach out to us. You can find us at truenativemedia.com. That is all for today's episode, and we will talk to you again soon. If you want to learn more about how to be a market leader in podcast advertising, reach out to us at truenativemedia.com.